2019 was a big year for Clarksville, Montgomery County. On this episode of Clarksville's Conversation, Jeff Truitt, the CEO of the Clarksville, Montgomery County Economic Development Council, joins Charlie and Katie to look back at 2019 and look ahead to 2020. Hey, Jeff, we're excited to have you here today, aren't we, Charlie? We are. Thanks well, for coming I'm excited in. to be here. There's so many exciting things happening in Clarksville, you know, most recently named by Money Magazine, the best place in the country to live. The number one place in all of the United States to live. Of all of the United all States. All 50 states, every county, every city, we were the number one place to live. Absolutely. And that Money Magazine, that's one of the oldest lists that there are. It's over 30 years old. And contrary to uh, social media, no one paid for that. Uh, that as they snuck into town and did all of their research under the radar and pretty awesome accolade to receive. What, what, awesome. what is the criteria for that? They, we reached out to them once uh, we were notified of the, of winning the first place. And they said they used somewhat somewhere in the neighborhood of about 160 different measuring uh, analytics. It's like crime, cost of living, at. quality of life. And so we've asked for that data set. Yeah. We, we mm-hmm. want to get our hands on that. Give us an opportunity to show where we're strong, areas we need to work right. on. It. So uh, we're in the That's process smart. of trying to get that data. Man, it would be cool to see the statistics, how they, how they build that up. Yeah. Well, it's pretty... It's an honor. I mean, I, I knew it was the best place to live. Well, they age. were sneaking around, you know, and this yeah. is Clarksville. So two people go into coffee shops and restaurants and asking a bunch of questions. It didn't take long to get back to us that something was going on. And so, Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Huh. We found out about it uh, as they were leaving town. Uh, hmm. Never did get to meet them while they were here. Well, if you were making the list, what would your top items be on why we're so awesome? I think diversity is near the top. I talk all the time uh, when, when I'm out there talking publicly uh, to different groups about our community, and obviously Fort Campbell's played such a huge role in that. I mean, it's one of the last great melting pots in the all of the United States. Yeah. I mean, literally bring people in from all over the world, uh, take away their clothes, take away their socioeconomic status, take away everything, and say, this is, you know, we're all going to be part of one team. Uh, and I think that's a, a part of what makes us unique as well, unique and special, is those people that are that are put together and tasked together, they're tasked to go accomplish a goal. And it's not just the people that are enlisted but it's their, it's their family members as well. So mm-hmm. they figure out how to bond together, work with other people, and achieve common goals. And you see that in our community. You see that from the people in our community. Uh, and I think there's a higher level of that here than most communities because we have a higher concentration of prior service people and military families. I've often said the people in this community are what makes this community great. Absolutely. We've got uh, one of one of the people that are in our industrial park now, uh, we've gotten to know them quite well. And they looked at 80 sites before choosing uh, Clarksville, Montgomery County. That's a lot. That's oh, yeah. that a lot a higher number than people usually look at. And we asked them, we said, you know, what, what was it really? Mm-hmm. Why really did you choose Clarksville, Montgomery County? And that's what they said. The people. the people. They said people, and we still stand behind it to this day. The people here are different. The people here have a pride and a sense of community that's unlike anywhere else that they visited. Hmm. Well, I, I, I think what's awesome about you having in your you in your position is how you got here. Mm. You know, you've you've been through the military. You came and you worked some some other businesses. You worked mm-hmm. through county government. Now you're doing economic development, industrial development, mm-hmm. and 
It's been a long road, Charlie. Well, yeah, but yeah. October but, of 1992 is uh, when I came to Clarksville, Montgomery County. But what's cool is you've got, you look at it through a different lens. Mm-hmm. And I think that helps you in your job relate in the different I areas. I do. I agree. I agree. So the last time Jeff was in, you were just getting ready to take this EDC mm-hmm. position as Correct. executive director. So before we move on to 2020, t- t- talk about like 2019. What are some things that you're proud of? What are some, Give us a quick recap on some. Uh, things that happened this year it's been it's been a a very great learning experience Mm -hmm. Uh, i've learned a lot about economic development i've made a lot of connections in the economic development field and uh, the industrial recruitment field Uh, we've had uh, some changeover in staff and in our organization so we're really working to build staff there and build Mm -hmm. a uh, build a stronger team than before and it was it's been a great team for years Uh, and so just to work with that continuity uh, and then outside of the office i mean you just spoke of probably the best accolade we could be given and recognized. So how do we, how do we use that? What do we do with Mm -hmm. that? How do we best monopolize on that over the next 300 and some odd days uh, and get the most out of that coverage? You know, we've really been working hard to that. Uh, We are an absolute just magnet for manufacturers looking to relocate right now. Uh, And we're really trying to work to over the past year still reflecting on the past year really working to diversify our manufacturing portfolio okay uh uniquely enough we're trying to bring in uh, some more domestic companies Mm -hmm. because it's like six of our last nine or so investments have been foreign direct Mm -hmm. investment which is fantastic uh but Mm -hmm. we've also got states uh Try not to name any, but states that are some north of here. We don't want here. to give away all the <laughs> yeah. secrets. Some north of here and some west of here that are just taxing their people out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, we... And they're they, wanting to come here. They, because, they mm-hmm. are really looking around for other opportunities to move their businesses to. Uh, and we're trying to work hard to, uh, to accommodate. Uh, but yet, you know, be selective. Be selective. and, and Other and, than the um, great place to live, why do you think that... I mean, it's not all of a sudden because we've always had a right. good... A, uh, filter in of manufacturers, but it has increased right. a lot, right? Why do you think? What's happening? Well, I think a lot of it is Nashville. Okay. Um, a lot of it is we're getting more and more every day, more and more people that are moving here from Nashville to live here and continue to work there because the pay is still the same there, but the cost of living's not. Right. They have in 2018, Davidson County average mortgage outpaced the national average. That's the first Ooh. time it's ever happened. So I would think it went up to 263 was the average mortgage in Davidson County in 2018, just uh, four or 5,000 above the national average. And so and it's continuing to go up. And the national average is barely creeping, and Davidson average is continuing to mount at a, at a really steady clip going up. And so if we continue to see that, which it, it looks like we will, mm-hmm. uh, and then you couple that with an amazing school system. Right. Uh, our consolidated school system is one of the greatest things Montgomery County has right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're, we're, you know... We continue to invest in that school system, the cost of living, but the really, really well-paying job right down the road, people are going to continue to make that drive. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of that is 24. What do we do with 24? We've got right. We've, to do something uh, with 24 because uh, you can travel that any time of day. And It's the nonstop. only artery out of Nashville that is just four lanes. It's plugged. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It is, and that's why it's so important to have our state relationships, city and county on the same page, 
That's the only way we'll Absolutely. get any of that, those state projects. And we try to get all of our state reps and our national reps stuck in traffic on 24 as much as we can. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, since they announced the Multipurpose Event Center, are you getting a lot more interest in downtown? It was there before. Oh, good. Um, honestly, just with the movement that's coming, uh, you know, of course, you saw the Riverview End project mm-hmm. and the retail development out in front of Riverview. You know, that came out the next morning. That wasn't just thought up the night before. Yeah, I figured um, there that was not <laughs> coincidental. Kind of yeah, that a little bit. Uh, but that's not it. I mean, we have had a lot of regional developers uh-huh. begin to look at us now, and that's one of the areas we're trying to focus on is to bring in some of those regional names. It doesn't have to be a national name, but maybe some regional groups that mm-hmm. uh, we recognize. Uh, that would come into the community. We'll we'll see a massive transformation of downtown. We've seen it in the past just five years. We've seen a massive transformation in downtown. And I honestly feel like we're just getting started. Oh, I agree with that. Uh, But, you know, but the things that were put in place to kickstart those, you know, early, early, early on, five and six years ago, there was a rental assistance program to try to get the right retail components downtown. That worked and it did well. There's a TIF district that's worked and it did well. You know, we're, we, we've gotten past that now where people are, I don't want to say clamoring to get into downtown, but there's much more desire. There's some energy and excitement there's, Absolutely. Around it. There's a much more energy and desire. And uh, so hopefully that foot traffic is going to create some new types of retail. Mm-hmm. It, it is fun to see. You know, I, I come downtown a lot, even on Saturdays and Sundays. Mm-hmm. And there's... I hope so, since that's where you work and that's your office. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> even on Saturdays and Sundays. Because Sunday. <laughs> you're working. Because I'm always working. Uh-huh. But, I mean, the foot traffic is, is it's noticeable. And since the <laughs> tornado... seven years ago. If you were oh, here, you know, it's during unreal. the tornado and yeah. you saw what happened, yeah. and then we get through the flood and all, all that yeah. stuff, but... You can just see it growing and growing and growing, and it's oh, uh, it's fun to watch. And, and, and that, there's a group down there. Uh, I don't want to start listing names because I'll forget yeah. somebody, but there's a group of people that own businesses and, and own shops and own buildings downtown. They are tight as they can be. Mm-hmm. They all work together. They talk together. They help they, each other out. They, they there is a lot of together, collaboration, yeah. And it's really fun to watch. It's mm-hmm. really cool. And they want each other to be successful. Absolutely. That's what I love about that. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to ask you a question that that I recently asked one of our mayors. Uh, Tell us a secret. Tell us something that that nobody knows that's that's about to happen around here. Hmm. Can we be the breaking news? (laughs) Beep, 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 beep. beep. (laughs) Austin P. just broke 11,000 students. Somebody else already told us that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good try. Good try. Um, Did you know... Well, it depends on when this is going to tape. So I guess I can't talk about the upcoming football game this weekend. Well, yeah, yeah. After yeah. that, but um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know that I have a secret. What about, to give. What about a convention center? Uh, well, there's a conference center. It's conference that, center. That's yeah, what I there mean. There's yeah. a conference center, uh, and that's hopefully not a secret. It's, it's not a secret, but but there is a uh, there is more. property out in the. Uh, Hopefully, one day soon to be exit six area. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have an exit six. We need an exit six very badly. Uh, I'll speak mm-hmm. to that in just a second. But there is property out there around the hospital that the uh, the IDB has a purchase sale agreement on to put an office park and a conference center in. Mm-hmm. You know, I talked earlier about uh, diversifying our kind of our IDB portfolio, mm-hmm. and part of that's Class A office space. You know, we, yep. we don't have right. that office space so that when a headquarters mm-hmm. is looking for a spot, they have an option here. Um, Hancock's a good example. You know, they put their headquarters in Nashville, uh, and that's you're not going to get all of them. Mm-hmm. But, but had we had a, an option 
for them, then maybe that would have been a harder decision for them to make. So we've got to have that class A office space. Part of what we got to do, and you, you, we talked about the, the I-24 traffic earlier, we're not going to stop people from moving here. So what can we do outside of widening 24, expensive, outside of rail, outside and of, would take outside of transportation mm-hmm. options, what can we do to get transportation off of that road? We have higher paying jobs here. Yeah. And then they don't have to go to Nashville. And then mm-hmm. the people that are leaving to go to Nashville for those higher paying jobs don't have to go. So one of the ways we can reduce transportation and raise our cost of li- raise our uh, median home income here is by providing higher paying jobs. And you do that with class A office space and, and office jobs. Mm-hmm. You can bring in headquarters and R&D facilities. And so we're hoping that uh, the plan is with this office part for us to accomplish some of those goals and continue to, to bring more higher paying jobs here. Our median home income is right around $58,000, $59,000 right now. And over the next 20 years, our goal as an EDC and all the member entities with the EDC is to raise that by 20, 20%. That's about 71000 And that doesn't, you know, 20% from fifty-eight cents it doesn't seem like a drastic jump. It's a magnificent yeah. jump. Right. If that happened in this community, you would see a different community that felt different, act different. You'd uh, see different retail life, businesses, retail, different everything. restaurants, all of Absolutely. the above. Yes. Absolutely. Well, we've definitely got the talent we do to fill those spots. We just need to figure out how to get it there. Right. And that's one thing that's unique is we have a bit of a workforce engine uh, in Fort Campbell. Uh, combined with our school system, combined with Austin P. And mm-hmm. so we talk about that all the time. Uh, I think they're on on track to outprocess about 490 soldiers for 2019 a month, 490 a month. Uh, it's up from 380s yeah. of last year. Uh, that's a great, great, great asset for us to have as a community. And a lot of the people who are looking at this community recognize that. How fun is it mm-hmm. personally for you? To, to get to do what you did. It's your dream job. I really, really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. This is, uh, you know, I, li- I like the stats. I like the data. Yeah. I like figuring out the whys mm-hmm. um, and, and looking at the future. I mean, when we first sat down and we wanted the three of us to get together, we talked about what does our future look like? And we're going to grow. So, I mean, we are going to continue to grow. How do we best do that? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not one person's vision. It's not five people's vision. How do we collectively as a community grow properly? You know, we've got lots of challenges to face, you know, zoning to not in my backyard to yep. transportation, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. So am I enjoying it? Yeah, because I love all that. I like the challenges that come with it. So how many people, I, I heard this somewhere, how many people a day are moving to Clarksville? Was it three, ten? Well, we've heard different numbers. I uh-huh. mean, it's seven to ten, yeah, by best thought, estimates yeah. right now. It's about seven to ten. But, uh, you know, again, that doesn't factor in the 50% of the out-processing military that we're mm-hmm. capturing now. Mm-hmm. We looked at that six, seven years ago. We're capturing about 22% of those. So that number continues to climb. So what, what is, I'm sorry, Charlie, go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say, you know, 2020 is right, right here. Mm-hmm. We're here. What do you have a, a renewed vision from this year to next year? Is there something you're looking forward to? More than anything else? Really, yes. I'm looking forward to our identity. Because if I was to ask both of y'all right now, what's our identity? You know, mm-hmm. Nashville, just to give you an example, Nashville is Music City. 
You know, yeah. you've got towns that are a- antique sure. places. You've mm-hmm. got towns that are college towns. Uh, what mm-hmm. is our identity? You know, we were, no one will argue that we were a military town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now that 28, 29,000 active duty out there is in a community of 207 to 210,000 people. Mm-hmm. Are, 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 we, are we partially? a military mm-hmm. community absolutely are we a university town we're home to the fastest growing university in the state of tennessee mm-hmm. uh do we have amazing uh geographic blessed of absolutely mm-hmm. you know we're within one day's drive of 80 percent of the population we have four interchanges on our interstate we have rail we have river we have an airport mm-hmm. just had 11 million dollar expansion uh our downtown's revitalizing and college is coming into austin p is coming into that downtown mm-hmm. will that help define us as a college downtown you got google i don't know if y'all have ever heard of them they're a large company that based out of, <laughs> well i think so, i googled it once yeah. and so you know if if more of those follow do we become a tech town we're eight years younger than the rest of the state mm-hmm. our average age in montgomery county is 30 years old the rest of the state's 38 years old uh in the city it's even younger it's about 29 and some change we have gig service yeah we have mm-hmm. full gig service hopefully soon countywide mm-hmm. it's right now all citywide so is that defining us so my answer to you charlie is i'm looking forward to us defining ourselves over the next five to ten yeah. years so when you define that brand is mm-hmm. what i call it in my business mm-hmm. what you're going to be then you're going to figure out how to market that brand so that everybody's on the same page right do we define it though or do we, we kind of let it organically i think this community is going to change yeah. so much in the next yep, five years that it'll just kind of fall into place mm-hmm. yeah you know you've been around for a few years and you've seen the different branding efforts yeah but it needs to be a unified effort it's too soon to say right. this is what we're going to be five years from now you cannot do, i don't think you soon. can do that at all I think when the impact comes in and it's running full force, when you get the conference center and that mm-hmm. other business park, because that that's going to attract other businesses too. Mm-hmm. The impact's going to attract businesses. All that's just going to have this domino effect until all that kind of mm-hmm. goes. You're not going to really know. But all these great things are happening. Mm-hmm. But if we don't continue to focus on our core, our school system, our transportation, those things, mm-hmm. then we're going to suffer. So we ha- we cannot lose focus on those because uh, our school system, as they obviously, that's the beginning of our workforce pipeline, and so we've got to continue to focus on that. Wow, we do have a great school system, and I think Miller mm-hmm. Mill- Millard House is doing mm-hmm. a great job. So. If you, uh, I'll give a shout out to one of my dear friends, Dr. Mickey Hepner over at Austin P. Oh, he's yeah. so, so much. He's like 10 times smarter, 100 times he's, smarter than I am. He's smarter than he's, me, too. He's a smart fella. Mm-hmm. And so he was talking to me one time about something called the paradox of plenty. And it's about these, these countries uh, and also economies that don't focus on what they have lots of already. They focus on what they shouldn't be focused on. And like, like examples, you have countries that have massive natural resources that are some of the poorest countries in the world. Mm-hmm. And you have some of these other countries that don't have any natural resources, like China, really, that focused on their school system and their education and look at what they've done with it. And so we can't be that. You know, on a, that's, on, that's on a macro level, but on a micro level, we can't be that. Yeah. We can't let things that, like our school system that we have to have, our transportation infrastructure that we have to have, our downtown core that we have to have, we can't let those things uh, just not be given the attention they deserve. 
you know, the, the growth is a challenge. Absolutely. But it sure compared is. to what it could be. Oh, the opposite. I'm glad we're not sitting here talking about it. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah, talking right. about what are we going to do? It would make for a short conversation. We'd have to play some music. And, or and I've, I've heard or you address that publicly yeah. before, and it's true. <laughs> yeah. You know, we, you know, growing pains. Mm-hmm. But well, the alternative is a problem. The alternative is not. We are. I, we're not even at a crossroads anymore. I mean, we mm-hmm. are going down the road and we have got to figure out what we're going to do with it all because it's coming. We do. One of the things we've got to address is housing. Uh, I agree. Affordable housing, number one, uh, and the opportunity for housing, number two. And we've got a little over, on average, a little over 900 homes on the market right now. Yeah. That's not enough. Mm-mm. That's not anywhere near enough. We have for the months now, we've had more under contract than we've had on the market. Uh, and we've got people coming in here and we need housing. But, you know, we go back to the whole zoning discussion, you know, we talked about a little earlier. I mean, zoning is an issue. And so we're going to have to address it. But we need to address it open, openly. Mm-hmm. You know, how do we all together as a community win on this kind of zoning uh, hurdle that we're up against? Do you find it... Um Majority of the housing that's coming is more in the county because it's the uh, land's more available. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, and you've seen the urban growth boundary mm-hmm. expand uh, with the, with the with the recent um, expansion of our our master plan. There, uh, probably I forgot when we looked at it at one time. Maybe eight nine years ago, there were probably ten. 10, 12 subdivisions out in the county, and now you're talking about 100. Mm-hmm. Well, I passed like four it's, on my way home, yeah, new ones. It's truly unbelievable. And so, you know, infrastructure. So let me ask you this question. I'm going to go a whole mm-hmm. different direction for a bit. So with all these great things happening, you've got the impact, you got this. I think an, another need in our community, and I just want you to touch on it for a minute, your thoughts. But I, First of all, I think it's a good thing that the county took over Clarksville National Little League and some of those other things. But... As our community continues to grow, it's a young community. They have kids. We do have a need for some athletic complexes around here for these small kids. Would you agree with that? Without a doubt. cannot begin to stress to you the economic impact that those facilities have on on our community. Our, our Convention and Visitors Bureau uh, last year, one of the fastest growing uh, CVBs mm-hmm. uh, in all of the state, uh, continues to grow. Uh, we've seen a new hotel. Y'all announced last week and another holiday Inn coming to exit four. There's another pad site that's going out there now. We continue to add these hotel rooms and those sports complexes. Yes, we've got to provide them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got to provide them for yeah. a quality of life for our citizens. But looking at it with the economic development hat on, it's unbelievable the amount of revenue that they the, produce. They eat in restaurants. They stay in hotels. Yeah. I mean, I had the, the travel dance. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we had, I had travel, the travel dance daughter, and it's astonishing. Dance, Charlie, dance forever. Charlie, dance, dance forever. Well, right. and it's amazing to me the amount of people that will pass through Clarksville, headed to Nashville to play travel ball or whatever mm-hmm. it is, when they could just stop right and here. So many people, uh, their first. Their first introduction to Clarksville has been going somewhere else and stopping here to stay overnight. It's mm-hmm. amazing. We hear that all the time. Mm. Well, I know that it, there's nothing like in the works, but just would you keep it on the like on the sure. put it on your to do list? Uh, there's, I mean, it's on everybody's to do mm-hmm. list. Okay, I good, mean, good uh, to hear. You know, sports complexes are, are absolutely. I mean, that goes back to being thirty. You know, average the age of thirty years old. We got young kids in this community. Uh, we have a lot of younger younger people that need stuff to do and. Uh, Sports is a great option. Well, well, before we let you go, is there anything that we haven't touched on 
that you'd like to you'd like tell to tell people about? about? No, just uh, not really. Just continue to be positive and realize that things take time. I mean, everybody in this community, um, we're going to grow. Mm-hmm. We're going to expand. Uh, we're going to have to feel some pain with that growth, mm-hmm. uh, but we've got to address it, and uh, and it just takes time. You know, you're. I I did not have any government experience. I, I take that back. I had eleven months of government experience uh, before I went to work for the county government. It, I came in there day one. I said, "Look, this is a our product is service, and mm-hmm. that's our widget, and we're going to produce it efficiently, and we're going to produce it to the best of our ability, and we're going to define all of our processes." And that's not the way government works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's just not. It was a uh, uh, it was an interesting it was an interesting uh, eye opening experience, but government's good. You know, there's there's mm-hmm. no, I don't mean lots of government's good. <laughs> I definitely don't think that, but government's there for a reason you know they're not out to get you uh they can be maybe in some communities but i can without a doubt say right now that specifically the two leaders that we have in our community their heart is absolutely in it Mm -hmm. you know and and they're doing it for this community Mm -hmm. neither one of them is doing it because they want to go on and be president of the united states they're doing Mm -hmm. it because they care about this community um, contrary to a lot of what you read. And it just, I've, I've taken a lot of social media off of my phone just because of I don't read reason. it all as much anymore. But I mean, that's, I guess if I could leave you with anything, that's it. I mean, it's... Um, be an advocate. Be an advocate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we've proven here recently that um, the vocal minority uh, can be quite vocal, uh, but as evident by the, the lack of signatures for the impact, mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, progress is not a bad thing. Yep. Well, thank you for coming in today. And I really, and I know Charlie agrees. I want to thank you because I think I, for one, and I, I'm just going to speak for Charlie, but I think you're doing an amazing job. Well, thank you. I and I think you're that. the perfect person for this job because you talk about Jim and uh, Joe having a heart for this community. Mm-hmm. I think you do too. Well, thank and you. I think I that's that. why you're going to do so well in this role. Well, thank you. I Thanks for being here, here, buddy. Thanks, Charlie. All thank right. you. Clarksville's Conversation. Subscribe now on your favorite podcasting app so you don't miss a single conversation.